This is Ready, Set, Retire with Cape Cod's very own retirement income specialist, Steve Anzoni. There's a new survey that shows most Americans are confident about their financial future. Seven in 10 tell a a new Fidelity poll that they're basing this on the fact that they're going to be able to stick to their 2021 financial solutions. Almost the same percentage were planning to make new ones in 2022. So if you were to wish financial resolutions for others, Steve, what would be on that short list? Savings is always key. I mean, that's the first goal to anything going forward is how much are you saving? Can you increase that at all? Because the more you save, the better off you're going to be. I mean, that's simple mathematics there. And from a guilt standpoint, don't we all feel better when we do things we know we're supposed to do? And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, like just to exercise, just do anything. Sure, you know, yeah. just go for a 20-minute walk, 30-minute walk early in the morning. Doesn't it kickstart your day? Don't you just feel good? Like, I love you know, after the show in the morning with my Cumbies coffee in my hand, hanging out at the canal. We have a canal that's just gorgeous, right? And you get the Bourne Bridge and you got the train bridge, which is just a, one of the seventh wonders of the world that the Army Corps of Engineers built way <laughs> back in the day. But it's really cool to see that thing go up and see these huge barges go under and then back down. It's right in my backyard. So, I mean, yeah, resolutions are great and the smaller ones are the better ones because those can get accomplished quickly, build confidence and allow you to move on. So whether it's weight loss, whether it's spending more time with your family, being a better dad or mom or whatever it is, um, start small and do it. And that's why 401ks and 403b plans, if you're in nonprofit world, are so popular because you can do something directly from your paycheck and not see it. And that is the greatest thing ever is to be able to just take a check and grab another another five bucks or another 10 bucks or another 20 bucks a week all that adds up over time and it just it makes you feel better it makes you feel like you accomplished something as a matter of fact a famous oh, i want to get this right a naval commander he gave a speech and he said one of the most important things you can do to start off your day is to make your bed ah that yes i've heard this before isn't that cool like mm-hmm. just think about it then like you get up and it doesn't have to be fancy, fancy. Like what I do is get up and I just put the sheets back where they were kind of before I get back in. <laughs> Nothing crazy. It literally takes me literally 15, 20 seconds, mm-hmm. you know, as long as I don't wake the wife up because I usually get up earlier. People are optimistic about their financial future, but it turns out that we've also been putting another thing off, even though we know we really need to take care of it when it comes to our financial planning. And that is an estate plan. And Robert Brokamp, he's a personal finance expert with The Motley Fool. Turns out he's guilty of this too. If you don't have an estate plan, please just get it done. It's among the most neglected aspects of financial planning. I can't tell you how many times I talked to someone and they said, yeah, I need to take care of that. I just haven't gotten around to it. And many of these people are among the most successful folks that I know. There's just something about estate planning that people want to avoid. And I get it. I've put off updating of our current plan longer than it should have, but you just got to get it done. What are your thoughts on this, Steve? I mean, it is the never ending excuse. I don't have time or I'll do it it's, later. I'll do it next month. Yeah. You know, and as, as he, he sits there and he reads that off, I'm sitting there talking to my wife this week about kids are older now. We, we had an estate plan and we had it all done. And now the kids are almost uh, to the point where they've exceeded the steps that were in the state plan to get them to 30 and 35. So, uh, you know, an update is in order for me too as to the next steps. But people think of a state plan and think, oh, I don't have a lot of money. I don't need it. Well, an estate plan could be as simple as a will mm-hmm. to at least get things, you know, your thoughts on paper, even though wills can be contested. 
So the step up from the will is a trust. Now, again, let me preface this by saying I'm not an estate planning attorney. I do work with a very, very good one. Uh, so as you know, Jess, we have a team approach at Fairway. So we have a CPA we work with, a money manager we work with, and of course, uh, an attorney we work with. So when people come in and they have certain needs, we're able to address those either internally with what I do and focus on or externally still being part of the team. Just because it's outside the office doesn't mean that we're not talking about it together. And that's what people love is that they can get that advice and still feel like it's part of a team, but not under one roof, which is which is great. I mean, just think about your doctors, right? When you mm-hmm. see a general practitioner and you, um, you know, uh, need something else done, typically that next guy or girl you see is not under the same roof, right? You get a referral and then you go through the process. So that's kind of how we work. So the estate plan could be as simple as a will, which is really your thoughts and wishes on paper, and then taking it a step further to a trust, which basically a trust primary purpose is to avoid probate. And that's called, that's a revocable trust. So revoke means you can revoke, you can change. Irrevocable means that once you make it, 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 it stays that way. So what, why do people do different ones? A, a lot of it has to do with protecting properties from, say, a nursing home or keeping it out of the estate for tax reasons, right? So you can really get in depth. But my definition of estate planning for the last 30 years, Jess, has been one simple sentence, the art of dying neatly. You're not doing estate planning for yourself now. You're doing it for your future, for your legacy. So isn't the goal to have, you know, well, when you pass away, maybe have five cents to your name uh, on paper for the government to tax and then the rest of it to be as tax-free as possible? Isn't that, wouldn't that be the ultimate estate plan? Like the last, like it, yeah. the last thing you'd want to leave is a 100% taxable, taxable IRA or 401k. Like that is... The absolute worst asset to leave behind. The best asset to leave behind would be life insurance because it's 100% tax-free and or Roth accounts because they're tax-free. Those, those are the, the best things. So the challenge is in between now and, and when that time comes, how do you set up your estate to pay the least amount of taxes while you're living and then to pay the least amount of taxes at your death? Of course, in a in a totally, you know, ethical and, and, and correct manner, right? Let's let's be very clear here. We're not talking about moving to other countries and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're simply talking about using the tools that we have available to us in the appropriate manner. And most people don't even take advantage of the tools and the techniques that we already have in front of us. And there's so much available. Be happy to chat. Be happy to get the conversation going and then direct you in the in the appropriate way to see someone to to talk about it further. It's not as complicated as people think. I think that's the first step, Jess, is they all think, ooh, I don't know, state plan. Oh, man. I, yeah, you know. it, it sounds in depth. I get it. Yeah, it's not intimidating. It's really an estate plan. Remember, understand, all an estate plan is is your thoughts and wishes on paper. That's it. So if you kind of have an idea of what you're trying to do, that's really all you need. And then you put it into the, the professional's hands to let you mold it. Like when I work with people for creating an income plan, 
that's really all it is. It's me chatting with you first about what do you want, mm -hmm. right? And then taking those goals, getting them on paper, and then making it as tax efficient and when it comes to income planning, of course, longevity plays a role, right? So we want the, the cash flow to last as long as you do in the most tax efficient way possible. Estate planning is the, the um, succession of this where it's how do I pass what I've earned and what I've done in the most tax efficient manner possible. And I'd be thrilled to open the conversation and to chat with you about it because all these pieces, by the way, work together. It's not like an estate plan is 100% separated from an income plan or 100% separated from, um, you know, assets in general, right? It, the, all the pieces of the puzzle work together. Estate planning is just one solid piece. Mm -hmm. And it's not that, it's just a phone call, really, to start the process. And then just think about it, you know, what's the goal here? What's the end game? And we can walk you through it. Find out more at fairwayfinancial.net. Stephen Anzoni is a licensed insurance provider by the Division of Insurance and is not registered as an investment advisor in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Stephen Anzoni is licensed in your state, please call 508-398-3337. Fairway Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Stephen Anzoni, MA Insurance License Number 1722314.